Welcome to the Get Clear with Crystal Ware podcast, the place where we get clear on our goals, own our worth, and learn to be the CEOs of our own lives. I'm your host, Crystal Ware, lawyer and former Fortune 500 corporate leader who found the confidence to say goodbye to a lucrative career and start my own business. Now I'm opening up the playbook and sharing everything I've learned to get you there faster. It may not be easy, but it will always be worth it because you are made for more. So put on your big girl pants, jump on board, and let's reach for the stars. Are you ready to get clear? Welcome back to Get Clear with Crystal Ware. It is 2024 and we are going live on our goals and we are going to crush them. 2024 is the year. You don't have to stay burnt out. You don't have to stay in a job that you do not love. You do not have to accept being paid less than you deserve. You don't have to choose between work and family. You don't have to stay in debt. You do not have to settle. All of these things can change. You have to choose them. Nobody is going to do it for you. Nobody is going to choose it for you. I know that you may be unsatisfied, unfulfilled, unhappy with where things are. And that's why you're focused on your goals for 2024 to make them change. I remember thinking that it was going to get so much easier as my kids got older, but in fact, it got harder. They needed more from me and more activities that had me running around ragged. I had to figure out a way to change what I was doing and figure out goals that were going to align with for me, for my hopes, for my dreams, and also what was going to work with my family. You can build a life that you love, get paid your worth, and have enough time, energy, and attention for both a career and your family. But, and it's a big but, it takes prioritizing and it takes sacrificing. So how are we going to hone in and work in on our goals in 2024 to make sure that they are goals that we can slay, that we can accomplish, that will make a difference in our life, okay? Because that is really what it's for. We are not just making goals to make a checklist. We don't need goals that are going to just be an exercise. We need goals that are going to move the ball forward, that are going to help us get to the end game. So we need to start with what is the end game? What is the vision for our life? And what is it that we're trying to accomplish? And then we need to look at our goals and think about what we really need to be doing in 2024 to hit them. A lot of times we'll see people that are creating these long laundry lists of goals and action items that can feel very overwhelming to you. That can make it feel untenable. Like you cannot possibly fulfill all of these things that you want to do. And that is where we have to focus in. We have to focus in on the handful of things that are going to make the difference for us. What it is for you depends on what your your vision is, what the things that matter the most to you are. You know, is it that you need and want to have better work-life balance? That may mean you want to start your own business, or it may mean finding the right corporate position that creates the life that works for you. Does it mean that you have a huge health and fitness goal that you want to accomplish? Is it that you want to take the mental load off, that you want to get somewhere else financially or start working on your wealth? What you need to focus on is going to ultimately depend on what your personal goals are. 
But if I looked at your list, what would I be seeing? What I should see is one, two, or three main objectives. If you have 10 things on there, that is too much. You need to condense them. You need to prioritize them and see how they might be a stair step or a building exercise one to the other. But the two, one, two, or three main things should be things that are going to flow through most or all of your life. If you have something specific, like you want to hit six figures in your career, obviously that might not necessarily be something that flows through to all aspects of your life. However, it probably can. It could alleviate the burden between you and your partner. It could alleviate your financial stress. It could alleviate what you're doing and how you're feeling with your children. So even though we don't think of it necessarily when we first look at it as touching all parts of our lives, most of the big ticket action items are going to have a positive or a negative impact on the rest of our life. So focus on what are those one or two, three things, okay? That's first and foremost. And then we need to realize that that is going to require some prioritization and some sacrifice. What are you saying yes to? What are you saying no to? And I don't mean the sacrificing you feel like you've already been doing, because you probably feel like you've been sacrificing to achieve your goals, but I mean sacrificing some of your social life, some of what you're wasting, the fluff, some of your TV time, some of your scroll time. There is time for everything we want to accomplish between ourselves, our careers, and our family when we cut out the crap and focus on what matters the most. I have to remind myself of this. Nobody is perfect. But when we focus on what matters most day in and day out, it clears the path and allows us to really work on the things that are going to be the difference makers. Okay? So that is where you need to hone in and get really, really clear for 2024. That is how you're going to achieve your goals, friends. That is how you're going to make 2024 different. And then when we work out what it is that we need to think about in our lives and how we need to change things, we need to remember that we have to become a different person to live a different life. We need to strip away some of the old so that we can grow into the new. And we need to figure out what is holding us back and let it go. Sometimes we have relationships. Sometimes we have habits. Sometimes we have um, careers. people, problems that we're holding on to that we need to let go. For some reason, we have a psychological attachment to these things and we need to let it go. Whether it's a bad relationship, whether it's friends that are no longer serving you, you cannot feel bad about letting go of things that don't work for your life. You have to make room for things that are going to work for your life, or you have to make room simply to allow your goals to grow into it. And when we clear the way and we focus in and we prioritize, there is more time to achieve. Then the next thing we need to look at the psychological impact of when we're talking about what we can and cannot do to grow into those goals. Are you thinking about them in the negative or are you thinking about them in the positive? That could look like, well, I can't eat sugar anymore. It's sugar-free January. It's alcohol-free dry January. I can't stay up late because I have to get energized for my morning workout. I 
can't go out with friends because I have to focus on my side hustle. I can't do this. I can't do that because, because, because. That is all negative. You're setting yourself up for failure because the mind does not want to hold on to things that are negative. But I promise you, if you sit and look at them, so look at, write down what are the things that you need to do to accomplish your goals you can reframe and rephrase them in a positive way. You'll be much more capable of sticking with it because your mind wants to hang on to the positive. That could be, I'm going to nourish my body with good food. I'm going to refrain from alcohol because it makes me feel better. I'm going to have enough sleep so that I am awake and energized for my morning workout. I'm going to carve out some time in the afternoon to work on my resume and get out and interview with new companies to work on my career objectives. There is a way to take everything that you've written that you've cut down that feels very restrictive and make it feel freeing and open and positive. I just want to pause and say thank you to all the amazing people tuning in and making this show a success and to share some exciting scoop. I am opening up for the first time ever one-on-one coaching. We have two options available, the Executive Edge two-week program and the Career Catalyst six-week program, which will use my proprietary Earn It framework. If you're ready to propel your professional journey, crush your salary goals, or need someone to coach you through a big career decision, let's conquer it together. Limited spots for unlimited empowerment. Links to sign up will be in the show notes and in the link tree on my Instagram and LinkedIn site. See you there. So first and foremost, we have to focus and prioritize our goals. We need to condense them. We may need to make sure that they're actionable And we need to make sure that they are the things that are going to move the needle. If you don't understand why this is important to you, take it off the list. Secondly, we need to have the pieces of the puzzle be positive. Positive pieces of the puzzle. Pied Piper picked a blah, 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 blah. (laughs) Those P's that make it very easy to remember. Positive pieces of the puzzle. Reframe everything that you're working on, that you're thinking about, that may be negative into a positive. Write it down, keep it with you and make sure you're looking at it in a positive light. That is how your mind is going to hang on to things and make it make sense and make it. And when we have the positive pieces of the puzzle, we can work on our goals in a better, more consistent, more positive way. It's really much easier for our brains to hold on and want to keep going forward when things are adjusted in a positive connotation. Okay. So that's really important when you talk about wanting to stick with your goals. You need to focus on each day. And remember that Rome wasn't built in a day. Your goals don't need to be conquered all at once. They are going to be a stepping stone, a process that you go through and achieve. And when you come back and look at them weekly and see where am I on my goals and when they are things that are really going to move the needle and create long lasting positive impacts and changes on your life, you're more likely to stick with them. 
So you need to go through and make sure you're reflecting on this each week and each month and seeing and establishing where you are along the continuum. How are you doing a self-assessment? How are you feeling? What is working? What isn't working? And how do you continue forward? When you frame all of these in the SMART um, framework, which you can read about, SMART standing for specific, um, measurable, achievable, relevant, and time-bound. You can read about this on Google. You can read about this all over. There's a lot of data out there on the internet about creating SMART goals. But when you look at them in that time frame and that uh, system and make sure that they're on there, then there are going to be things that you can measure, that you can self-assess, that you can check in on. How are you feeling about them? How are they working for you? And obviously you're going to have these goals be really in a one-year container. We want to give ourselves long-term goals at some point that are five-year, 10-year aligning with our big value system, our vision for our life. But when we do that, we really have to understand um, that those goals can change and shift significantly. Actually, I was reading uh, The Psychology of Money by Morgan Hassell recently because uh, at the beginning of the year, I usually start the year off with uh, several action-packed books uh, that are nonfiction, you know, self-help, self-growth type books to really kickstart the year well. And in his book, he's talking about why people don't reach their wealth and financial um, goals at some point. And it's because they don't realize, they underestimate how much they're going to change. So looking at goals in a six-month, a 12-month container is really impactful because we can see, and using the SMART method, we have time-bound goals that we can see what works for us. When we look out at the five and 10-year future, we can also keep note of our goals, but then we have to be willing to pivot and change and grow with you know, our goals have to modify as we grow. So that's really important as well. So coming to a close, coming to a, you know, full circle stop, I want to reiterate that you do not have to stay burnt out this year. 2024 can be the year that you decide you're going to get fired up instead of burnt out. You don't have to stay in a job that you don't love. There are hundreds and thousands of jobs out there. You don't have to accept being paid less than you deserve. You can ask for a raise or you can find a job that will pay you what you're worth. You don't have to choose between work and family. You can create a life that you love. You can shift and evolve your career. You may not be able to stay at home, but even if you did want to stay at home, there are ways to figure that out as well. I have helped women with all along the continuum, all along the spectrum of what you want to achieve for your life and how that fits into your financial goals. And you don't have to to choose between work and family. You can have them both in the way that works best for you when you are strategic and specific and focused on what you want it to be. You don't have to stay in debt. And I'm not going to talk about that because there are so many gurus out there talking about how to get out of debt. But believe me, people have been able to crush their debt 50,000, 100,000 or more in 12 months if you make it your number one priority and you focus on it. And you don't have to settle. You don't have to settle in your relationships, whether it's the spouse, with your friends, with your colleagues. You don't have to settle in a job. You don't have to settle in life. But nobody is going to force a change on you. You have to decide. You have to change. You have to be willing to let go of the person that you are to move into the person that you want to become and have the life that you want to have. 
There is sacrifice in all of that. But when we focus in, we get laser in on what it is we want, we can achieve anything. If the brain can conceive it, you can achieve it. Don't forget that. The mind is a powerful tool. When we use it for the good, when we use it for the positive, many amazing things can happen. When we focus on the negative, focus on the past, focus on things that are draining, we're going to stay stuck. So 2024, focus, prioritize, get ready to have some amount of sacrifice for your goals and then carve it up into positive, principled things that you need to do to move towards your goal. And you will slay your New Year's for real and conquer your goals in 2024. I want to hear what they are. I want to know what they are. I have one main word for myself for 2024. It's intentionality. I want to be really intentional about my time. I want to start focusing on what matters the most. And I want to stay off my phone and use my time maximally. That's my goal for 2024. If I can do anything to help you, if you want to get sharper on your goals and you need to talk those through, I'm happy to do that. Remember, you are made for more, so start living like it today. Get after it. 2024 is your year. Thanks so much for tuning in. If you want to create a career you love, get the salary you deserve, and build the confidence to live life on your own terms, sign up for my free newsletter where you'll get actionable tips to raise your worth, build your wealth, create freedom, and create a life you absolutely love. Head over to crystalwaremedia.com to sign up or click the link in the show notes and join thousands of others making their dreams a reality. Whether you're just embarking on the journey or well on your way, the Worthful Newsletter has something for you. See you next week.